The Arab League, led by Saudi Arabia, has taken a tough line with Syria. It's demanding an end to the Syrian government's repression. That may seem a bit hypocritical, given how willing many Arab League member governments have been to crack down on dissent in their own countries. But the pressure placed on Syria may be part of a bigger showdown in the region, the confrontation between Gulf Arab states and Iran. Some say Syria, a longtime ally of Iran, is just the latest battleground in what's being called a hidden Cold War. John Alterman is director and senior fellow of the Middle East Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington. John, when people talk of Iran's enemies, most people think of Israel and the U.S. So what is at the root of this hostility between Iran and Saudi Arabia? You know, for centuries, there have been tensions across what the Iranians call the Persian Gulf, what the Gulf Arabs call the Arabian Gulf. Mm-hmm. Uh, They are different. The Iranians are not Arabs. They are Persians. And the Arabs have been threatened. When I was talking with a a senior Gulf royal a few years ago about Sunni-Shia tensions in Iraq, he said, you don't understand. The Iranians have only been Shia for 500 years. They've been Persians for millennia. How serious is the tension at this moment in time? And how's it uh, kind of expressing itself? Well, I think it is serious. It's partly because of a sense that Iran is on the verge of having a nuclear weapon, that Iran with a nuclear weapon would behave more recklessly and Iran would be harder to deter. I think there's also a sense that the United States isn't the same kind of force in the Gulf, and that makes the Gulf states feel more exposed. And one of the battlegrounds for this battle for influence is Syria, which is Iran's principal Arab ally and a proxy of Iran in uh, in the Levant. So the big picture is pretty complex. Connect one more dot for us. How does this uh, all play into the other equation in the region, the Israeli threat to attack Iran's nuclear facilities? Is there a, a tacit alliance emerging right now between the Saudis and the Israelis? I don't think there is. I think the Israelis have their own set of, of calculuses. One of the Israeli concerns is with the fall of Bashar al-Assad, arguably excellent news for the Israelis, if the next government of Syria is pro-Turkish, the Israelis have an increasing number of problems with Turkey. They feel it's hostile. They feel it's a a Muslim Brotherhood-led government. The Israelis are likely to feel even more encircled by Islamic radicals as they see it. Yeah, that's kind of ironic, isn't it? Yes. Do you think the tensions between Iran and Saudi Arabia could come to blows between the two countries? It's unlikely that two sides would have a military confrontation, in part because they're set up to fight differently. The Iranians have really tried not to fight army on army, but to fight asymmetrically, that is using guerrillas. They don't want to go head to head. They precisely don't want to go head to head with an army like Saudi Arabia's. So I think what you're likely to see is a war of attrition You're likely to see each side trying to undermine each other using proxies. But I don't think you're about to see the Saudi and Iranian armies on the battlefield fighting each other. Do you think this essentially comes down to a Sunni-Shia split then? I don't think it does come down to a Sunni-Shia split. To a degree, it's uh, an Arab-Persian split. Mm -hmm. But it is also about two countries that think that they are the rightful leaders of the Gulf. And the U.S. was able to split this difference in the 1970s when it had a twin pillars policy in the Gulf where its key allies were both Saudi Arabia and Iran. That's harder to do. The Iranians have historically felt like they've been shortchanged by the world and they're fighting for the respect they believe they deserve. The Saudis believe for any number of reasons, including but not limited to their wealth 
and the holy mosques in Mecca and Medina, that they are the leaders not just of the Middle East, but of the entire Islamic world. And who are the Iranians to push them around? And, and ultimately, you have two civilizations or two countries that feel they represent civilizations, each of which feels that it should be the predominant power in the Gulf. And they can't even agree what that Gulf should be called. John Alterman is the director of the Middle East program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies in Washington. Thank you. Thank you, Marco.